Alright, how's it going everyone? It is Baseball Garbage here, back with another podcast, and today we're going to be taking a look at Cuban players defecting from Cuba, coming to America for their pro careers. It's a pretty recent subject as a new agreement was just put in place. Um, kind of follows the Japanese-Korean posting system where player has to be at least 25 years old and played at least six years in the country's domestic league, so the Cuban league in, in this case. Now I know Shohei Otani came here at age 23, but that's different. It's a it's a different agreement um, with from Japan and Cuba, so we're going to be talking about what ha- what's happened prior to the agreement and uh, how it's gone about and some pe- players that have actually done it so started off pretty much players had to leave Cuba which is very very dangerous and establish residency in another country to be eligible to be a free agent um, as mentioned in the Jorge Soler podcast that was posted prior to this uh, he I believe established residency in Cuba not Cuba Um, He established residency in Haiti and uh, was able to sign with an MLB team. But leaving the island is very dangerous. There's always a chance you can get caught, sent back, and uh, even put in jail. Um, The most popular place to defect to to establish residency is Mexico or Haiti. Um, A majority of the players go to Mexico, if I do remember correctly, but... The people who help smuggle players over to the other countries get a percentage of the players' earnings. So, you know, it's usually like 10-20%, but sometimes the payments don't go through. Um, interesting story about this is actually a Yasiel Puig. He tried to defect 13 times. was unsuccessful. He was finally successfully taken to Mexico by Los Zetas which is a murderous Mexican drug cartel, which, um, yeah, you don't really want to be messing with them. But they agreed to sell Puig for $250,000 to Raul Pacheco, who works in South Miami. Um, Pacheco would earn 20% of Puig's earnings, so he's actually not gotten 20%. He's gotten about $1.3 Um, but you know, I don't know if you've guys paid attention to, uh, Puig's story. There's been like a trial, guys have been jailed for this. Um, the driver of the boat that got Puig to Mexico, uh, was found murdered, um, a few weeks after Puig made it to Mexico, but it's, uh, it's a rough process for Cuban players trying to establish themselves in America, um, but like the main pioneers for this were guys like Minnie Minoso, Louis Tiant, and Tony Perez. Those three are the most notable that helped start it out. Um, the most, I'd say like the first actual like big news story for this was Levon Hernandez in 1995 um, and his brother Orlando Hernandez, uh, El Duque. In 1997, 
There's a 30 for 30 on there. Um, Escape from Cuba. Uh, I recommend watching it. It's pretty informational. Um, but there's been a ton of guys that have defected from Cuba and they're in the minors or the majors. Um, right now for the notable all-stars, there's guys like Jose Abreu, Aroldis Chapman, Yonis Cespedes, uh, the late Jose Fernandez, uh, Puig, as we mentioned earlier, and, um, Alexi Ramirez. But right now there's 32 active players that have defected from Cuba that are in the majors, so that's a, a big number. But once you defect from Cuba, you can't really play for the national team anymore or can't play for Cuba in the World Baseball Classic. That's why um, a lot of guys in the 2017 World Baseball Classic team for Cuba were, weren't the main guys like Abreu or Cespedes, guys like that. Because they're not allowed to play for Cuba anymore. But uh, I'd say that's about it. Thank you guys for listening. And see you guys in the next one.